Hello and welcome to the show the PTA, your parents and the asleep don't want you to hear. The Helios blog. Today, Andrew Tate versus Sneeko. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Some empire on the planet. I actually think that it was the best empire in the world, not just because it was the largest, because I think it was genuinely the best to live under. In modern worlds, everyone, when she died, all the liberals were celebrating, saying she's a colonist. That's like et cetera, et cetera. the internet consensus. If you lived under the oh, British shit, Empire, I had no idea. Okay. You had a semi good life. They turned up and they built roads and schools and monuments and built a railroad. Did a- yeah, that's not how that worked. It was patricians versus plebeians. Most people were plebeians and had nothing. So, no, that's bullshit. <laughs> and everyone's complaining about the British Empire. If you lived under the Japanese Empire, it was worse. Because they just chopped your head off for being a fucking peasant. They didn't give it in, build shit. Hey, fuck you. Give me that. Oh, and pull out the katana. So at least the British built shit. So the British did good for the entire world uh, as a whole. The world back then was different. I'm not saying colonization is a good thing. I'm saying that back then it was just empires. You were a part of an empire, one of them. That's how it worked. And uh, and she. Well, okay. That's revisionist view of history at best. And uh, big idiot at worst. He was the head of the Commonwealth for a very long time, and I was genuinely upset when the Queen died. Maybe it's the Patriot in me, but I thought the Queen was a G. Don't you think the natives deserve to celebrate her death? Why would they? The Native Americans, anybody who's suffered from colonization. Did they, well, there, this is a really interesting question, Uh-oh. because you talk about suffering from colonization. Or did they do better? A lot of the, do you think India, let me ask you the question then. Do you think India suffered? Do you think India is in a worse place now than it would have been if it was never colonized by the British? Now, I'm not saying the British didn't kill people. I'm not saying they were completely fair. But also the world was a different place back then. No, nowhere was fair. If the British didn't turn up to India in the 1800s, then the Indians would be killing the Indians. People just killed each other. That's how it worked, right? Do you think India would be in a better place today if it was never colonized by the British? I mean, they're pooping in the streets right now. What would they be doing? <laughs> yeah, do you think it would have been different before the British Empire? I think it would have been worse. If they didn't, the British didn't turn up. I mean, I if you look at some of the biggest, best buildings in most of these countries or some of the most critical infrastructure, it's the shit the British built 200 years ago to this day. And they, Indeed. They had their liberation for a very long time and they haven't managed to surpass the infrastructure the British built. Can you want to talk about why that is? I yeah. mean, there's, I'm sure there's reasons, but my point is, I don't. The British turned up to a country. They ruled India with less than fucking sixty thousand men. The Indians could have kicked their ass any time, but they turned up and they gave genuine value to the point people thought, okay, these white people turned up on this boat. They know shit. Oh, whoa, railroad. Whoa, okay, whoa, schools. <laughs> you don't. They-, they had schools before. Come on, they just forced them to use the British system, which, to be fair, wasn't so bad. Um, that's. You know, it was based off the British military school, so which was based on the German military school. Sorry, Austrian. They didn't do it purely by force. India is a big place. They did it with a very small contingent, and they did it by adding value. And yeah, the British were not people you want to fuck with, but they definitely added value to their colonies. And I know this is going to upset the whole fucking world. All the people going to say I'm a colonist. Da, da, da. I'm as, uh, this is a pretty diverse panel. I don't Jesus. know. Jesus. Algo makes it $100. Seems like you're working pretty hard on the content front recently. What is your timeline to start the media company? That's like in a back, back, back seat. I'll be able to talk more about stuff tomorrow. Okay. But where I come in on the brown scale. But it's a pretty, it's a pretty diverse panel. 
But the world was a dangerous place back then. And I think being under the British Empire afforded these countries a lot of security and safety and technological advancements. And I don't think it was all completely a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'm from Barbados, so like we were colonized as well. But, you know, we got our independence as well. But Andrew, as a young man navigating the Matrix, where do you think somebody needs to live nowadays in terms of like place to live? What's the best location you think possible for a guy to live in these times? That's a good question. That's a hard one for me to answer. But I think we should, that should be the first question to the panel. So let's go through one by one. Let's change the question slightly. When you're deciding where you want to live on the planet, what are you looking for? Mm. Depends on how much money you have. If you're American, Miami's the move or Puerto Rico. But if you have more money, if you have top G money, then Croatia, I think sounds good. Albania, Romania, obviously. But, but most why? people can't answer that question. But why? Everything you say about Eastern Europe, about the traditional values, about the lack of feminist indoctrination, about... No offense, and I don't mean any offense by this, of course. But I don't think super wealthy people want to go and live in Eastern Europe. No, like again, no offense, but like, <laughs> there is nice. I mean, it depends where. If it's north, then probably not. If it's more southern, why not? Uh, actually, many, many do. The fact that you don't doesn't mean that many don't. Um, but also, you know, like if you're an English person, you're highly rich, you might want to go to a place where they speak, you know, your language. Things are cheap. People are nice. Girls are skinny. Girls are skinny. We didn't see. We saw one, but there has been not been one fat under 40 woman this whole time. That's been the challenge of the whole week. To try to find one? I challenged Myron and Sneeko at the beginning of the week to find a girl under 40 that was fat. <laughs> yeah, it's not a societal norm here. It's not accepted in the same way. So societal norms have a, a large part to play on how we act as a whole, which you can extrapolate to everything, right? The societal norm. Do these people know anybody in the Balkans? Fat. When okay, I could be wrong, but oh well, I'm not wrong. When Americans, and it feels like when British people, or at least like people in this world, when they talk about Eastern Europe, it feels like they're talking about maybe the Baltics and then like Romanian Poland, and that's it. That's like that is Eastern Europe. I don't think the I don't think the Balkans count. I, I don't think they mean that when they say Eastern Europe. But it li that's literally what it feels like. It feels like they're talking about Poland and Romania, and maybe they would have Ukraine before the war. Poland and Romania, and then like maybe the the Baltics. But and no, nobody thinks about. They just referenced Croatia. What? What? what I don't. Okay. Germany? I don't think Germany counts as Eastern. That's not, no, That's that would be Central Europe. Europe, does it? Greece? Wait, that what? would not be, okay, it was part of the, no, it was part of the normal Roman Empire. It wasn't even part of the Eastern Roman Empire. Although, yeah, anyway. I think Greece counts as like, wait, hold on, I can't tell people are trolling me now. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, somebody just said, do you even know where Romania is? And I look at it, and I'm like, wait, did I just fuck this up? No, yeah, wait, wait, what? I don't know, I don't know, China was trolling me right now. Baltics or Balkans? Baltics, the, right? The Baltics are um, Estonia, Latvia, and um, Lithuania. Yeah, but they're more central. Although they, you know, you, you could take them as Eastern Europe as well. Yeah, right? Or the Baltics. The Balkans are the whole southern Yugoslavia exploded Serbian shit that's all fucked. Maybe not anymore. I shouldn't say that right now. I'm sorry. Um, 
I'm pretty sure the Baltics are a decently nice place to be, right? I yeah, I believe that they're they're referencing those as well. You you could group them in. You could. I think those countries are doing pretty well. Nobody talks about them because they're small. But I think that those countries have generally made like quite a bit of progress. They've been pretty peaceful, I think, since 91, right? I think the Baltics have been decently yeah. peaceful and everything. And they've like made a lot of progress, like educationally, economically. Even Poland has to some extent, or they were making a lot of progress. Um, I don't know about Romania at all. Ukraine obviously is, had, is in a fucking war. The Baltics aren't much better than the Balkans. Is that true? I don't know that history as much, but my understanding is the Baltics have done like pretty well since the collapse of the Soviet Union. They've done like exceedingly well. Well, I mean, as well as can be expected, but they were behind like a century. So it's catch up time. Um, then the Balkans have had, <laughs> I mean, at least one NATO intervention and a lot of problems. But. Okay, sorry. And it's to not be a hope, for example. Whereas in the West, they don't have the societal norms and people act. In and it's a disaster in a certain way. I maybe I'm getting old and boring, but I like to live when I was last in Miami, which is the best city in America. Hands Sheesh. down. Nice. Best city in America. Miami. <laughs> this can't be can't, like anyone who talks about New York. Da, 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 right. Miami what? is the best. But to, what, how? OK. When people say Miami is the best city in America, are these are, is that like a huge I don't want to say self-report because not like bad, but is it basically is the person basically just saying I really like going to clubs? Is that Yes, that's what they're saying. They're talking about getting the getting laid scene. Really all they're saying? Because I don't know why the fuck else you would think that Miami is the best city in America. Other than you like clubs and the beach. And maybe bimbo pussy, I guess. You see? To me it feels godless. It is. That's why I love it. It just feels godless. I, when I'm in Miami, I'm just like, not New York, Miami. I'm like, this is fun. But it just feels, where's God? God ain't here. This Indeed. Ho, that hoe. <laughs> like, I'm just like, where's God? He, he forgot about Miami. I don't know. It just feels godless. Like, And maybe I'm getting old and boring, but I like to just see the traditional business run by the family and the hotel run by the family and the, the women going to church on a Sunday. Then why the fuck would you say Miami is the best city in <laughs> in America? What are you... He's saying that it... Because he... Okay. He, he means it from the godless perspective, right? Talking about that. And that's what I like about Eastern Europe. Maybe I'm getting old. So I'll say this. It depends on what you want. Personally speaking, if you want girls, you got a little bit of paper, go to Colombia. Not much uh, to do there, but the girls, the scenery, food is cheap. And then if you want to have fun... You have Does it sound a little bit weird? I, is sex tourism always a bad thing? I don't know. It, I feel a little bit weird when people talk about going to like poorer countries to pick up women. That feels a little strange to me. But Why? Why would it feel strange? The guy can barely speak English, so that would be his best strategy. Again, like... You use whatever advantage you have. Like some some guys, they, you know, that's that's what they have. So that's what they use. Uh, I don't know. You have money, Miami for sure. All right, so let's carry on with the question. So, uh, yeah, fresh. Let's let's say money's no object. Let's say you all we all have hundreds of millions of dollars. Whatever, you could live anywhere on the planet. Where would you live and why? Money is not object. I'm not gonna lie, bro. Holly, Colombia, keeping a thousand. Colombia, really? 
That's not a good idea. Considering the history. Yeah. You know what they say, a uh, fool and his money are soon parted. Yeah, you better be greasing a lot of palms. If you don't want that to be you. First off, the girls are beautiful. They're at least somewhat feminine. The money goes very far. So, for example, like, you could be a G with only, like... Well, he's saying if you have infinite money, dude. And, honestly speaking, like, it's skill because, for example... This guy can barely talk, dude. But I go there, have businesses, you know, other Americans. So, it's kind of like, you have your own community guys that are successful and hot girls. I mean, you can't really lose. So... Mine wants to go to Dubai, right? Uh, I'll go last. I'll go last. I'm producing over here. What about you, bro? Where you man, we were just talking about this in the room, but to me, man, it matter. It matters who's there. So you can go anywhere in the world you want. It could be the best place on earth. If your boys aren't there, bro. It's shit. It's mm. true. Number one. It's true. Columbia, a bin. I like it. I think you need a plug there, like you need a plug in anywhere else. George Gammon. You need a plug. No, you need a plug that's local because Columbia can be very dangerous. Also, mm. you know. You see what I said? So, I would have to say Europe in some regard. Probably Eastern Europe somewhere. Uh, based off of my experience, I like Dubai, but it kind of feels like an island. I would not go. Wait, is this guy American? Or did somebody from Europe just say that my place that I would want to live in would be Europe or Eastern Europe? To um, where is it? Everybody's Dominican? Is that where? DR, Dominican Republic. Yeah. yeah, but then you get you, you get island fever, man. So I would say Eastern Europe somewhere mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're not going to live in the States and you're not going to live in Miami. That, that would be my bet. But without your boys, it's shit anyway. I'd rather live in Indiana with my boys mm-hmm. than, than live in the best country on earth with nobody. So that's okay. how I feel about it. Okay. Yeah, I think I, I, people pretty much know my answer. But uh, yeah, Justin's right. It's also it's a lot about the people you're with. It's about what stage you are in your life. But certainly the people you're with are going to influence your reality. I, I've been to a lot of places. I've been all around the world. The number one thing people say to me is, Tate, you have so much money. Why don't you travel? The first thing is I do travel. All I do is fucking travel. It's annoying. But the second thing is that uh, the world's the same, man. You either go out to a restaurant or you stay in. You, you fuck a bitch. You watch TV or sit on the computer. The world's the same pretty much everywhere. So you got things like weather. You got things like the general safety of a place. But then you got to go for the intangibles. I like driving past churches. That's why I live in Romania. I like driving past churches. Sounds stupid. But there's nothing, there's nothing that America has that Romania doesn't have. I can buy a Lambo here. There's a Lamborghini garage. There's, there's fucking clubs. There's bottles. There's Dompey. There's bitches, there's restaurants. Like, what, what does Miami have that Bucharest does not have? Not much. I don't think. It's all say, the same. It's all here. And this is a poor country, right? It's all here. People say it's a poor country, but that's a lie. It's a false. Yeah, it's not, not really true of any country, really, in certain areas, right? Uh, okay, that's obviously that's also not true. But you get what I'm saying. The majority have pockets of wealth, right? But the idea is, in general, right? It's a straight line. So false, bro. Like, dude, the clubs are lit here. Girls are bad here. And the cars, bro, this Lamborghinis outside driving up and down Porsches. Everything is like, it's yeah. lit, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of money here. Yeah, it's, it's very first world. Yeah, I don't feel like I'm in a poor country being here at all. I'll tell you guys that. Like, coming from, even coming from Miami where it's like super bougie. Like, it, it yeah. Are you guys spent the whole time at the mall going to all the first world places? Well, hold on. Where are they at in Romania, though, too, right? Like, that's going to depend. If referenced Bucharest, that would be the capital. Don. <laughs> XQC no showing on his own event. Wait, really? Oh, you didn't even go. They're, oh, they're in Bucharest. Oh, they're in the capital. Because if they're in like the wealthiest parts of that country, I'm willing to bet there's probably a lot of poorer parts of Romania that they never see, right? 
I went oh, to actual Bucharest. You've been to the mall, mall eight times in wow. four days. Well, to be fair, I've been on dates. I've been learning the culture, okay? <laughs> dates at the mall, very adolescent. Take her to a nice restaurant. Take her to go scenery, seeing. I know, you know, Come on, Sneeko. A oh, church. We tell those girls. Oh, wait, they're waiting in, in, in the lobby. Better than the mall. L. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, if you're going to live in the United States, I think if you live in Florida or Texas, those are fantastic places to start. Um, because anywhere where Texas? it's not expensive to live and you're not getting taxed to death, you'll be okay. Um, if you're going to pick major cities in these states, I would say, you know, Miami is fantastic. Fort Lauderdale is good. Tampa's good. Uh, I don't like Orlando. Um, and if you're going to be in Texas, Dallas and Houston are good. Uh, just a little bit dangerous. Um, South Texas is surprisingly nice too, like McAllen. People talk shit about the Southwest border, but there's some nice areas there. Um, Phoenix is also good in Arizona. The only thing that sucks is there is a state income tax. But uh, if you're going to go abroad, I mean, Romania is nice. I can see why uh, the Tates live here. Um, you get a lot of like, it feels like a first world country, even though like it might not necessarily be one like GDP wise. And then okay, just a heads up, guys, any country probably in the world at this point, but especially any country in Europe, if you're in like the capital cities, I don't know what you guys are expecting in 2022. They're all going to be first world. Like everybody has like cars and toilets and internet. Like it's not going to be like you're in some place where there's like villagers are carrying buckets of water to like the local. In the capital city. Exactly. And for, for settlers to come and, and rest in before they move further east or something. Like everything, like most of the world is going to be relatively modernized. And um, what else? But for me, I, I'm going to probably go to an Arab country when this is all said and done to find my virgin Jesus. wife. Jesus. <laughs> find the virgin wife. Yeah, find not? the virgin wife, man. So, yeah. Right. Go on. We're going to say? Next question. Our right, next question. So he just said when this is all said and done. So that's going to lead into one of the questions I'm going to ask. Yeah, that's perfect. It makes it all together. So why I, I want to ask all of you, and you have to tell the truth, because the audience are going to tell if you're lying. If they're lying, guys, you have to say they're lying in the chat. Why do you stream? Okay. Why do you talk to the world? Why? I want to for money. Wake people up. Wake people up from one. Liar. And why? And then why do you want to wake them from up? their brain? Why are you compelled? Why? Because why are you motivated to do this? My whole life philosophy has been based around being brainwashed since I was six years old, sitting at a church and not feeling like it was any productive use of time. Listening to a priest blab on about life, but he doesn't have any life experience. He's some guy named Peter. You know, he's talking about TV Peter. shows. He's never even been with a woman before. How could you tell me anything about life and you haven't had any life experience? Going to school, doing the Pledge of Allegiance, sitting these things, taking Adderall every single day. They prescribed me. They said I had a disability. I felt like everything in my life was to keep me down since I was born. And they told me that there was something wrong with me. And that's motivated me to do everything that I do. No. So the reason I started streaming is direct communication with my audience. I did videos for nine years, but that was slower. And now I could talk to 10,000 people every single day. I want to go spread the knowledge that I've learned and try to bring people out. And teach them the same things that I've learned from being trapped inside the box and being suppressed my whole life. Again, sneaker. Notice how you go to 2022. He sounds like this. Now in 2024, he sounds like, you know, fake Muslim. He's just whatever at the time will give him the most views. He's lefo. Blowing the lefo. And why, why? And that's a good question. I understand completely. Why do you think that? Do you think it gives some validation to yourself to do it? Do you think it's a selfish, selfish motivation or do you think you're like a philanthropist? There's some selfish, like there's some validation seeking. There's some need to be liked and admired, but the motivation. Yep. Knew that. 
is definitely based in what I said. Because Disaster. Liar. Because I wouldn't be banned on Twitter and TikTok. I wouldn't be risking. No, you would be. Yes, right now we can get banned just sitting in this room with you. That's but true. we're all here because we believe in some sort of message. We have some sort of philosophy. If we want Where do you stand on the Pledge of Allegiance every day in school? Um, I'm okay with it. I think that the left was too quick to abdicate nationalism or at least like patriotism. I think you should love your country. I think a healthy love of I'm inclined to agree. Country is good. We, we should like our country. Um, and the idea that like, like your country is cringe um, is probably not a healthy idea to have for people that are trying to like make a country work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think that we associate like love of country way too much with far right movements. And it's probably good that everybody in a given country loves their country. Otherwise you're in a really weird spot. To cash out, we could jump in a pool of a hundred thousand Orbeez, do some prank videos, farting in Walmart. It's true. We're here. It's true. You're right. Good point. Good point. What about you fresh? Why are you streaming? Honestly, bro. Honest answer here. Money. I want to inspire. I know <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord not one <laughs> okay sorry i have to reference diogenes now so i don't know if you guys have heard the story of diogenes the cynic in uh fr from greece he's a philosopher and he, he was the the creator of cynicism but anyway he, he you know he lived in a barrel and, uh, you know, he, he talked about shirking wealth and whatever. Anyway, there's a very funny uh, story about Diogenes. So one day he was walking around with a lantern during the day. And people were like, you crazy, you crazy guy, you. Why are you walking with a lantern during the day? I'm looking for an honest man. <laughs> oh, man. Yup, feeling like Diogenes right now. Like when I came to America... Um, so I got a Lamborghini. Oh shit! Oh no! Did he actually do it? Still haven't heard from Mexico. According to his manager, he missed his first flight and is supposed to arrive ten minutes after the show starts. Lol. Oh no! He's not. He didn't. He's not gonna catch the second flight. Oh, Ludwig! Why would you agree to this? <laughs> I don't oh. know what this is. Let's skip Fire, ahead. Cars, lifestyle. Even get even getting girls, and it's W. But personally speaking, of course, I want to make, make money too as well, keeping a thousand. So there you go, finally. I say inspiring the money as well. What be you, Justin? I like what we do, Andrew. I like the cause. I like guys coming together on a common mission, goals. Previous to joining the war room, the highest level of happiness I ever had is when I played college football. And to a bigger degree now, I feel like I'm a part of something that. A group of guys that have each other's back no matter what are in. And it's about that companionship for me. Yeah. There's a common mission we all have together in our group that I'm absolutely in love with. So I He's gotta be part of the group. He he's not a he's not an individual. I die for that. So for me, man, it's that. It's feeling like I'm contributing <clears throat> to a team that scores together. So that's what I like. And I think that that's intrinsic to every single man. I think that that's definitely the certainly the reason I do it. I get asked a lot by people like, hey, what's next? Or, you know, what's it like? You have all this money, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to sit here and brag. They want but, the you know, I have enough money to live for the rest of my life. And I want to tell all the people out there who are grinding and hustling to get cash. Yeah, you need it. But there really isn't that much to buy or do. Right. You can have I can give everyone. I feel like this is more true than most people know. Like when you hit like this 200 to 250,000 
a year like income. Like you can travel more and maybe you can have a bigger house. Do you really give a fuck? Um, Indeed. And then past that, you need like $100 million to have like fucking jets and shit. But I don't really know. Um, there's there's huge gaps of, of stuff you can do between like making 20K a year and 50K a year or 50K a year and 100K a year. And then I think like from 100 to 200 to 300K a year, there are, are jumps past like two or 300K. Like, I don't know if your life is changing that much. Like if you're making 250K a year, like that's awesome. If you're making a million a year, I don't think a millionaire guy is buying yachts or private jets. Maybe you can rent trips on them. You can probably do that at 250K if you're saving, if you're budgeting. But like, yeah, I, I don't know. There's not like, I, there's a reason I think why you see these guys like Tate come to the streaming world is because like, yeah, having money is cool. They get bored. Cool, but influence is like, that's what everybody really wants. I want to speak and have people listen to me. Watching this stream, let's say you all had half a, half a billion dollars, 500 million. You do a bunch of hedonistic bullshit. You get drunk a bunch. You fuck a bunch of girls and you buy a bunch of cars, etc. And then you'd either completely fall into the hedonistic trap and go down the gambling and drugs route and destroy your life. But if you keep your brain on and you stay sane, you start to realize that the, the most valuable things are staying in good shape, your health, looking after yourself, the simple things, spending time with people you love, and hanging with your boys. Hanging with your Which is literally what you can do before that. Boys is the number one most interesting activity that's ever going to exist on the planet ever. It's the funnest thing there is to possibly do, to sit around the, in the room with your guys and talk shit. And that's what you said earlier about being in, we could be in Indiana, just sitting there. <laughs> fucking it up. Fucking it up. We're, we're, we can end up broke in the Philippines with $25 in the bank and we will laugh. And it doesn't matter how much money you have. It's all about the people who are around you. And there's something that's intrinsic to men. We definitely evolved with it. I think it's because we spent so much time either in groups, I don't think this is unique to men, but in armies or gangs or whatever we were doing. You just feel better when you're around people that you know you can trust with your life. And that's certainly the best thing about life. And and yeah, I completely understand what you're saying. And I know what you guys are saying. But for me personally, the reason I stream is to try and find the other people out there who I might want to be friends with. Because when you're an exceptional individual, you're never going to meet friends in normal life. I never just, it's very rare. I don't know about you guys. I go through life and meet a, and just meet a friend. Like, everyone I meet is a fucking idiot. <laughs> Indeed. All right. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation. Like Hunter M, Adrian Otom, and Bobby Dylan, Renaissance Press, and Brian, shoutouts to you, most recent Patreon subscriber. If you want coaching, message me at theheliosblog at gmail.com. Buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. And my Patreon is at patreon.com slash theheliosblog. Thank you so much for listening, guys, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves, and I'll see you next time.